0: Radio. Renegade Talk radio.
1: From the Infowars.com studios, it's the real news with your host, David Knight.
2: Welcome on this Friday, August 31st, 2018, the last working day before Labor Day, and that is very significant. As you see at the top of the Drudge Report, many people believe that Mueller has got some secret stash. Chuck Todd is telling everybody, don't miss work tomorrow, today. He thinks that today, Mueller is going to release all of this massive treasure trove of evidence that he's been accumulating over the last couple of years. Well, we shall see. The reason they say that is because the panel discussion many other people believe that uh, if he releases information after Labor Day, before the election, he's going to be accused of tampering with the election. So they believe that if he's got anything, he's going to put it out there. So let's see what he's got. (laughs) I don't really think he's got anything, but we're going to take a look at that. And we're going to take a look at some other information that is coming out in terms of uh, false flags that may be in the process of being prepared. All this week, and I mentioned it uh, briefly earlier this week, but throughout the week we've had a couple of different things happening. As the Syrians and Russians are gearing up for a final push to take out ISIS, the U.S., people like John Bolton, and of course John McCain would be at the center of this if he were uh, able. Uh, He has always been at the center of this, supporting, arming, financing, training terrorists, having his picture taken with groups of them. Proudly working with them. But as Syria and Russia are pushing to get rid of the last ISIS stronghold, you have Bolton and others say, I think we're going to have a false flag. We've got to watch out for this. It's like, why would they need to do this? Again, it makes absolutely no sense. If they are in the superior position, just as we saw in Duma and elsewhere, every time they begin a major offensive, what do the Western intelligence services do? They stage a false flag gas attack to justify them, becoming the Air Force and the Missile Defense of ISIS. It hasn't worked so far. They've been exposed every single time this has happened, but uh, it's happened three times, and it looks like it may be happening a fourth time. As a matter of fact, the Russians and the Syrians are so concerned about it that the Russians met with the U.S. State Department and said, look, this is what we know. And it's not so much a warning. It's just we're on to what you're doing here. Uh, This is like the fourth time you're trying to do this. And we understand what's going on here. Here's what we have observed. Here is what we have seen of your players in place to do this. As you've got John Bolton and others saying, you know, we've got to watch out. They, they're desperate. You know, they've got this massive naval armada parked right off the area. They've encircled these people and are about to wipe them out. So they're going to get desperate and launch a false flag gas attack. And then we'll just have to retaliate and take them down. And we've also had the uh, Syrian ambassador to the UN expose this evidence. This time they're trying to come out ahead of time. Because there's never enough time after the gas attack before Nikki Haley and Theresa May and the State Department and London and Langley launch their attacks. And, of course, the Americans, the British, and the French have already got their uh, prepositioned, Attack uh, p- uh, plans set up, so we're going to take a look at that and what this is uh, done in the past, and we're going to have a little bit of fun with some robotic politicians. it's <laughs> one of the things that came out of the debate between Cynthia Nixon, the Sex and the City star, and Andrew Cuomo that is absolutely hilarious, and I didn't get a chance to play that yesterday, so we're going to play that, and we got a special dance from Theresa May. It wasn't enough for her to go to South Africa and worship at the jail cell of communist Nelson Mandela, but she is now doing tribal dances, and it is a sight to be seen. You will not believe it when you see see Theresa May doing this. We've heard that they're going to be using robots as politicians. They may have already started. We'll be right back. I'm David Knight. Stay with us.
3: It's compact in size, easy to install and maintain, and keeps fluoride and other dangerous toxins out of your water supply and away from you and your family. With its broad-spectrum contaminant reduction, you'll only need this one filter for clean and refreshing water all over your home. Head to InfoWarsStore.com, and whether it's your first water filtration purchase or you're looking to replace your current rundown systems, it's time to go big and go home with the Pro Pure Whole House Filtration System today.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: found it. It's the real news. Live from the InfoWars.com studios in Austin, Texas, it's your host, David Knight.
2: Welcome on this Friday, August 31st, 2018. The last working day before Labor Day, and as I said at the top of the hour, it is significant. Many people who are still pushing this Russian conspiracy and hoping that there's going to be something there to take down President Trump. People like Chuck Todd, as you see at the top of the Drudge Report, he's saying, I wouldn't miss work on Friday to his fellow colleagues because he thinks that this is going to be the day that Mueller is going to release his massive vault of information. Well, show us what you got. Show us what you got. We're sick and tired of how this thing has been drug on forever without any evidence. But Chuck Todd issued a warning to the press last night saying don't miss work tomorrow, he said major developments after Labor Day could be seen as interference in elections, kind of like James Comey. So this is what the panel was discussing last night. said, well, you know, he's going to have to put this out before Labor Day, so that would be tomorrow, right up here at the deadline. I think he knows more than anything he needs to keep quiet between Labor Day and Election Day, said Chuck Todd. So I'm not missing work tomorrow. I wouldn't miss work tomorrow. Tomorrow is the last business day pre-Labor Day before this election. And then you have Axios talking about Robert Mueller's secret files, the vault. (laughs) Uh, Let's not talk about vault seven, which (laughs) showed that there was uh, no hacking of the the election by Russians that we could count on. I mean, clearly you can't count on where something is coming from. Uh, All the different things that we were told about, oh, look, this looks like it was done on a Russian computer and so forth. Well, vault seven. Which and, and think about this. Of course it could have been hacked. Anything can be hacked. I've done many interviews with William Benny, the former technical head, global technical head of the NSA, for decades. And he said there is absolutely nothing that is safe. Nothing. There is no encryption that cannot be broken. If somebody wants to get to an individual badly enough, they will spend the resources until they crack that encryption. It's just that simple. But you can make it very easy for them like Hillary Clinton did. Uh, but you also have that same individual, William Benny, said, we looked at the information that came out of the DNC emails and uh, DNC documents and so forth, and they were not hacked. You can see when those files were initiated and when they were completed. You can see the size of the files, and we know uh, he and other technical people said that that could not be transferred in that amount of time over the Internet. It had to be by a thumb drive, which would corroborate what we have been told by WikiLeaks, by Julian Assange, by the British ambassador who said, I went to the United States. I was given the information on a thumb drive by an individual. And they have never lied to us, unlike the mainstream media. So it's not possible. And everybody that's involved says it's not possible. And, of course, the people who are saying there were 17, a consensus of 17 intelligence agencies, that was a line that Hillary Clinton threw out at a debate, and it was it was was. Uh, Parroted and repeated by James Clapper, the liar. And then when he was put under oath, he said, well, no, it wasn't 17 agencies. It was actually a representative from the FBI, a representative from the NSA, and a representative from the CIA meeting with me. And since he was director of national intelligence, they were going to agree with him. And they did agree with him. Don't you think that this is what happened, even though we haven't been allowed to see the servers and so forth? So this whole thing is a sham. Nevertheless, you know, as we say, they can get into different uh, different things. We've seen the NSA hacked. We've seen the CIA hacked. The CIA's hacking tools have been exposed, put out on the Internet. That's why I was talking about Vault 7. We've seen personnel files from the Pentagon put out there. You've had your information stolen from credit reporting agencies. The Federal Reserve uh, notes and minutes have been Hacked many times by the Chinese government because they're interested in the money (laughs) because they know that gives them leverage and political power and military power. And so we've seen everything hacked from the Pentagon to the Federal Reserve to the NSA to the CIA, everything has been hacked. But this discussion about Russia was a dodge by Hillary Clinton to make sure that you didn't look at the content that was released there. And all this stuff about collusion. Has not surfaced. But Axio says Robert Mueller's got secret files. And speculation is hot that the president's legal team today could, uh, within the president's legal team, that today could be a day for action by Bob Mueller. Again, because it's the last working day before Labor Day. They said, remember all the evidence that special counsel has or could have that we haven't seen. Oh, it could have evidence. And maybe we're going to see what they could have. And then they say, who would have predicted? An indictment like the one brought against Russian intelligence officials. It reads like the synopsis of a John le Carré novel. Yes, it does read like pure fiction, doesn't it? And the dossier that Christopher Steele put together. I mean, just think about that. How impressive that sounds. The Steele dossier. Remington Steele. Uh, John le Carré, so forth. Yeah, it was just pure fiction. It was just filthy fiction something that would come out of the filthy imagination of somebody like John Podesta and the Clintons. It was pure fiction. It was pulp fiction. And we're supposed to believe that the Dirty Dozen, this indictment, you know, he's like, who would have predicted an indictment of the Dirty Dozen? These Russians, which is absolutely meaningless. They're not going to be turned over by the Russian government, number one. The indictment is meaningless in that regard. And it's absolute nonsense to think that these dirty dozen, if they had even done that, let's say that they bought $100,000 in Facebook ads, which Zuckerberg, after being browbeat repeatedly by the Democrats to say that they had done something, oh, well, you know, we could identify like $100,000 in ads that maybe were associated with these people. And as if that would change anything in a race where one side, Hillary's side, spends over a $1 billion dollars, $100,000? unbelievable. Anyway, so here's some of the evidence we've yet to see: Things like President Trump's tax returns and his bank records and Trump organization records, all these financial things because they can do a process crime for that. Doesn't mean there's any collusion, no conspiracy, none of this original crime. This is a witch hunt to get process crimes on President Trump. And again, you can manufacture that. As I've said before, the complexity of the income tax code, the complexity of international financial crimes, And the complexity of Federal Election Commission crimes, which even several Federal Election Commission former chairs have said is too complex. Nobody can understand what that is. So each of those three different financial areas have regulations in them that are so complex that there's the same as having no law at all. And so you put all three of those together, yes, you could get some indictments. Who knows what he's going to do? As an MSNBC analyst summarized, basically everything. Basically, everything is evidence that we've yet to see. In other words, we haven't seen anything yet. (laughs) And not in the sense of George M. Cohen. You know, like, you ain't seen nothing yet. No, this is like, we haven't seen anything yet. And it continues to go on and on. But even if they have nothing, they're going to pretend that it's a big deal, just like they did with the Dirty Dozen and the, the Dirty Dossier or the Filthy Fiction. And so you have Rudy Giuliani putting together a counter report because they are afraid just like Chuck Todd, that they're going to come out with something and they're going to have to respond to it because uh, even though this is technically before Labor Day, it is still uh, going to be timed to affect the election. Part of this report that's being put together by Giuliani, reports the Daily Beast, would examine whether the initiation of the investigation was legitimate or not. Yeah, it wasn't. And we know that. So it's going to be divided into two sections. One, alleging possible conflicts of interest by federal law enforcement officers. Uh, The other section will respond to more substantive allegations of Trump campaign collusion with Russian government agents, which there hasn't been any, and obstruction of justice allegations stemming from, among other things, the president's firing of former FBI Director James Comey. Again, this is coming from the Daily Beast. The firing of Comey is not obstruction. This investigation has languished on for well over a year after that point. And... uh, There's been no evidence of any crime. How do you get somebody on obstruction of justice when there is no crime? There's been no evidence of collusion. And there has been a lot of evidence about possible conflicts of interest. As a matter of fact, I've talked about this and so many other people on virtually a daily basis. We give you updates on the conflicts of interest, on the absence of any evidence. But they're putting something together because they think today is going to be the day that the ball drops. And I've got some balls to drop on the other side that I think you haven't heard. So stay with us. we we'll be right back after the break.
4: Staying healthy on the go is just as important as staying healthy at home. But sometimes supplements don't work fast enough. That's why InfoWars Life has created a powerful new addition to the Super Blue line, Super Blue Silver Immune Gargle. Available in one ounce, three and a half ounce, and 16 ounce bottles, Immune Gargle is perfect for the bathroom, kitchen, or wherever you go. The incredible new purifying formula is dentist recommended for daily use whenever you feel like you need to stay clean. As a powerful hand purifier or oral cleansing formula, just a small spray will help you stay clean when you feel surrounded by toxins. With powerful yet simple ingredients, Immune Gargle features Silver Soul Nano Silver for a powerful cleansing alternative. With Super Blue Silver Immune Gargle, staying toxin-free is easy and affordable. Help stop the spread of toxins and stay healthy Super Blue Silver Immune Gargle Only available at InfoWarsLife.com That's InfoWarsLife.com
5: We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients Ultimate Bone Broth InfoWarsLife is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth One of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients, such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all new version of a fan favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com.
6: One of the most incredible cups of coffee can be found in the high mountains of Southern Mexico where the Chiapas farmers have spent years perfecting their techniques. Based off hundreds of years of traditional techniques and perfect conditions, We've sourced only the best to provide you with our immune support and Wake Up America Patriot Blend Coffee. Ancient Mayan knowledge is paired with the natural fertility of the land to generate the world's finest coffee bean. Carefully harvested,
1: A powerful, pregnant-owned base, the Real Red Pill, has quickly become one of our fellow InfoWarriors' favorite products. Now, with an extra proprietary energy blend inside, including green tea extract, iramante, leaf extract, and more, you can get that extra pick-me-up while supporting your mind and body in a healthy way. It's got all the great stuff that Real Red Pill has, but it's also got the boost in it. Get the Real Red Pill Plus at InfoWarStore.com.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to real news with David Knight.
2: Welcome back, I'm David Knight. We were saying in the last uh, segment, everybody on both sides is believes that something is going to be released today. The Democrats are hoping that finally they're going to see some evidence. They haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> it's not like uh, it's not like oh, you've seen some stuff, but the really big stuff's coming. No, you haven't seen anything yet. Nothing, zero, nada. Uh, have you seen? And they're hoping that there is some secret trove of information and dirt that Bob Mueller has got on uh, President Trump. He probably will release something, even if it is as inconsequential and nonsensical as the dirty dozen Russians who supposedly threw the election. Uh, He'll probably put something out. So Rudy Giuliani and his team are putting something together to respond to them. Uh, Have two parts, as I said. Uh, One is going to take a look at conflicts of interest. Do you think there's conflicts of interest when Rod Rosenstein is one of the key witnesses in this and he won't recuse himself? You think there's conflicts of interest when these guys have had relationships with each other, business relationships, Hillary Clinton relationships, political relationships for decades? And this whole thing looks like a Dickens novel, the way everybody is interconnected to each other in that filthy town, of Washington, D.C. It is something of a Uriah Heap of excrement, isn't it? Uh, but as they're putting this stuff together, Giuliani says so far they've got a very big report. The first half of it is 58 pages. The second half of it isn't done yet. They're waiting to see what kind of nonsense Mueller is going to come up with. And I think it is nonsense. I think if there was anything there, they would have come out with this long time ago. And we've talked about the corruption and the conspiracy that is going on, and as well as the double standard. I don't know how any fair-minded person could look at this and think this is an honest investigation. It truly is a witch hunt. This truly is an attempted political coup. So they're waiting to see what kind of garbage is going to be released by Mueller, thinking that it's going to happen today. Giuliani said, I don't think there's anything in it that isn't publicly available in some form or the other. There's no secret grand jury material here. And we already knew, even when there was so-called secret grand jury uh, report, wasn't really. It was the House Intelligence Committee, and we were told by the Department of Justice and the FBI, you can't see that, can't see that. Why were they trying to cover that up? Well, they were trying to cover their butts. There wasn't anything in there that exposed any methods or personnel, unlike Hillary Clinton's emails, which resulted in uh, more than a dozen spies working for the CIA in China being executed during the period of time that her emails were readily, not only readily available to everyone, but the Chinese had even put a piece of uh, code on her server to send a courtesy copy to them every time she got or received uh, or sent anything or received anything. And then they were rounding up spies and executing them. When we got the declassified report out of the House Intelligence Committee that the FBI and the Department of Justice were trying to cover up, we saw that there wasn't anything at all classified about that that needed to be classified to protect Anyone or anything. And we also saw that we knew all of that. And so I don't think there's going to be any surprises in this. But here's a surprise. As we're talking about McCain, and of course, McCain's funeral procession is going to be this weekend, as we see all the people lining up to pay their respects to this guy that they love so much, and it's kind of interesting to see how this is shaking out. And we're going to take a a little bit of a look at the people and the funeral that is coming up here. But going back to June, we had Judicial Watch, had, and they're very good at dragging documents. That's what Judicial Watch is excellent at. You know, they'll file a Freedom of Information request from the government, and the government will stonewall them and refuse to release the information. So Judicial Watch goes to court time and time again and sues them and gets this information released. Well, back at the end of June, And I didn't report this at the time. Judicial Watch got information about a meeting with Lois Lerner and others where you had John McCain's subcommittee staff director urging the IRS to engage in ruining people financially by targeting them. Now, I just want you to think about how disturbing this is. And I want you to think about how John McCain backstabs everybody. You know, I had... Ben Garrison on the other day to talk about John McCain. And he said, I, I think that really is the theme of John McCain. Backstabbing everyone. Backstabbing the POWs and the MIAs that were left behind. Backstabbing his wife when he came back. Uh, total disregard for other people as he was a an early pilot before he got shot down. Backstabbing everybody with Obamacare. He almost didn't win that last election, but he promised that he was going to do something about Obamacare. And then he goes in and he gives the veto, thumb signal, and sneers at everybody to shut that down, backstabbing the GOP voters in his state and backstabbing the GOP voters nationwide. And, of course, he flip-flopped. was on both sides of the issue on climate change and Planned Parenthood, depending on political gain and so forth. But he was a backstabber to the Tea Party. Just going back to this report on June 21st, because this is very important. This all ties together with this investigation, believe me. I'm going to show this to you how it's tied together. McCain Minority Staff Director Henry Kerner said the IRS official Lois Lerner and other IRS officials, the solution is to audit so many that it becomes financially ruinous. Oh, well, they were doing that, weren't they? Judicial Watch, back on June 21st, released newly obtained internal IRS documents, including material revealing that John McCain's former staff director, chief counsel on the Senate Homeland Security Permanent Subcommittee, Henry Kerner, urged top U.S. Uh, IRS officials, including then-director of exempt organizations Lois Lerner, to audit so many that you ruined them financially. The exchange was contained in notes taken by IRS employees at an April thirtieth, two 2013 meeting between Kerner, Lerner, and other high-ranking IRS officials. Just 10 days after the meeting, former IRS director of exempt organizations Lois Lerner admitted that the IRS had a policy of improperly and deliberately delaying applications for tax-exempt status from conservative nonprofit groups. This was a marathon meeting to discuss concerns raised by both Senator Carl Levin and Senator John McCain. Now, both of them hated the Supreme Court decision, Citizens United, that freed up the rules restricting corporations being involved in campaigns. They both hated that. So they went to the IRS and said, what can you do at the IRS? to shut down the Supreme Court decision that frees up the political process the free speech of corporations and so forth. And uh, John McCain, has publicly said, it was the worst decision he had ever seen. He really hated Citizens United. So he works with this Democrat, Carl Levin, and they bring in their staffers. They meet with Lois Lerner, Steve Miller, who is then uh, chief of staff to IRS Commissioner uh, Flax and other IRS officials. And... McCain's guy says, maybe the solution is to audit so many that it is financially ruinous. And Lerner responded, it's my job to oversee that. Now, as this came out, and then, uh, and I'll just remind you that a month before this came out. So that came out from Judicial Watch in June, in May. A three and a half million dollar award to Tea Party groups because they've been targeted by the Obama IRS in previous years. I'm going to tell you what Henry Kerner did. I'm going to tell you the other things that Henry Kerner, staffer to John McCain, did, and what he is currently doing right now. I think you'll find this very interesting. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
7: You deserve a deep, restful sleep with Knockout by InfoWars Life.
8: As the years go by, it gets harder and harder to keep up with your body's nutritional needs. With changes in diet, unnatural ingredients, and stress, you may not be able to get all the necessary nutrients, amino acids, vitamins, and minerals needed daily.
1: We are kept afloat only by your loyal patronage, and that's why we need you to go to the site now. If you're not in the market for one of our greatest nutraceuticals, please consider a contribution. 25, 50, 100, 250, or even $500 would be a godsend to our important work here to beat back the globalists and to destroy their campaign of censorship in which they want to strangle our First Amendment rights. Hey, how would you like to take InfoWars with you
9: wherever you go? Well, now you can do just that with the new official InfoWars app. And here's the best part. It is absolutely free at the
1: Apple Store and Google Play. You can join the InfoWars today. Check it out right now at InfoWars.com forward slash app app. It's the InfoWars official app taken on the globalist at point blank range. And with your help spreading it and with your help downloading it, we are unstoppable.
10: Living in volcano may sound more dramatic than it really is. The real drama can be found here in Leilania states, But a lot of us on the Big Island rely on rainwater, and we need to be concerned about ash and acid rain. Volcanic ash may contain heavy metal particles, As it turns out, the filter on the Alexa Pure raises the pH of the water. So, what we've learned is that volcanic ash and acid rain can contaminate a rainwater supply. But more importantly, a good water filtration system will purify it.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to real news with David Knight.
1: And now, live and uncensored, broadcasting from the great state of Texas,
5: worldwide,
1: it's David Knight.
2: You know, as everything is coming to a head and we have the big funeral production coming up for John McCain this weekend in Washington, the corruption, the backstabbing of this man's career as you look at the different aspects of it, you can't cover it all in one program. You can't cover it even in three programs. This is the third time I've talked about his legacy, and this is something I haven't talked about before. And it needs to be said. Because as Judicial Watch uncovered in June of this year, finally got the information out of the IRS showing notes of a meeting where John McCain and his staffer was there with him, directing Lois Lerner to engage in financially ruinous targeting of political groups. Now, I'm going to give you his explanation as to why he says, well, I, we weren't coming after the Party groups. So that, that had happened before. Well, it was still ongoing at the time of this meeting. And it was still continuing. And they were begging for it to be escalated even further. But how do you ever justify using the IRS as a political weapon against people? Well, you do if you're John McCain and people like his staffer. I'm going to tell you what his staffer, Henry Kerner, is doing today and what he's done in the interim since then. But, of course, in May of this year, finally got an award of $3.5 million to various Tea Party groups that were targeted by the Obama IRS. Remember going back to the impeachment of Richard Nixon, one of the charges against him that was worthy of impeachment, and it was worthy of impeachment, was that he wanted the IRS to target his political enemies. Well, it turns out the IRS was run by a Democrat. And he didn't want to target these people. He took the list of political enemies that Nixon wanted ruined by the IRS and stuck it in a safe and then used it against Richard Nixon. With Obama, they were coming after conservatives, which the IRS did not like. People who wanted smaller government, who wanted less of the IRS. And so they complied with Obama, but there was no impeachment. Of Obama. And nothing was done to John McCain and Carl Levin, who were egging them on to do even more. So as this report surfaced, a couple of days later, Gateway Pundit contacted Henry Kerner and said, Tell us about this. Is this accurate? And I want you to hear his explanation. He said, Well, the targeting of the Tea Party occurred before the 2012 election, and the report in question was published in September of 2014. Let's think about that timing here. This meeting occurred April of 2013, and they published the report in September of 2014, a year and a half later. This is not really an explanation. There really isn't, as I said, any explanation for why you would ever go to a meeting and demand that the IRS financially ruin your political opponents, which is what McCain and his staffer did. But going on with this, he said, well, and of course, that report that was produced a year and a half after that meeting, there was a report that came out and Carl Levin did a report and we disagreed with him on some key issues. And so we did our own report. We didn't put our name on that report. Again, that is no excuse. Of course, they don't want you to know that they were targeting the Tea Party because that's essentially what John McCain always did. He stabbed people in the back. And so he's not going to tell you what he's really trying to do with the IRS. He's going to have another report out there. He'll let the Democrats come out there and say, yeah, we should target these Tea Party groups and so forth. But John McCain's not going to do that. That's part of his backstabbing personality here that he always had. And then what is Henry Kerner, this guy who was working with him, what is his position in all of this? Well, the same John McCain staffer reports conservative treehouse, again, back in June when all this came out told the IRS to weaponize their database to target Tea Party groups and other people that John McCain doesn't like. The same guy, John Kerner, the staffer of John McCain, has been involved in Fast and Furious. He's been involved in Benghazi. He was involved in this IRS targeting of Tea Party groups. And now guess what? He is involved in the Spygate attacks against President Trump. How does he get to all these positions? Well, right now, he is the same guy that was doing all these things, is right now in charge of D.C. corruption and whistleblowing cases, including the FBI and the Department of Justice. So he's in a position where he can shut down any whistleblowers that want to come out and expose what's going on with Comey and the rest of these people, Mueller, Rosenstein. He can shut down all these whistleblowers if he wishes. He is special counsel in charge of all whistleblowing witnesses in cases of government corruption, and he is in a position to manipulate and control these investigation outcomes. The same guy who was saying we've got to target Tea Party groups and financially ruin them is now working with the FBI and Department of Justice whistleblowers. Anybody that is honest in those departments has to go through this guy who wanted to use the IRS to target Tea Party groups and shut them down. What a surprise that this thing continues to go on and on and on. But we're going to have everybody meeting this weekend in Washington. You're going to see the funeral of our dear leader of the deep state. And as we saw Joe Biden yesterday crying, one of the staffers said, maybe they can bring in John Boehner because he's really good at crying too. Crying at the in the eulogy as he's giving this uh, for John McCain. I think what we've already seen and what we're about to see over the weekend, I think that the Democrats can actually do better than the people in North Korea who are mourning their dear leader. Remember this? Let's run the clip of the funeral of the dear leader, Kim Jong-il. There's the verse. And then all the crying witnesses out there. All right, let's hold it right there. we got some, uh, if you move a little bit further in, we got people who are crying. And I think we can get those uh, criers. I think we can do a better job of all those people. Remember all the actors that were out there? Uh, Can you fast forward that video a little bit to the right spot? And uh, we'll show that to people. But, you know, we had John Boehner, uh, not John Boehner, Joe Biden. And, of course, we got, uh, there we are. There you can see the B-roll of all the people. Remember that when that happened. And as I tweeted out yesterday, I think the Democrats really can do a better job than these people because their political lives depend on it, just like those people's lives in North Korea depended on them showing their grief for the dear leader. Well, we've got the dear leader of the deep state. NATO wants to rename their Brussels headquarters after him. Google, even though it was just suggested by Chuck Schumer, Google immediately went in and renamed the Senate building after John McCain because the deep state, the globalist state, loves this guy. Obama said he was surprised when John McCain asked him to speak at his funeral. And I imagine Sarah Palin was also surprised when she was told she couldn't attend. <laughs> this is this is what happens when you support the backstabber. And Sarah Palin helped him out in that election where because of his age and because of his history and so many things that people had seen that had about enough of John McCain this last time he got elected. And he was about to lose to a conservative and Sarah Palin came in called in his favors to Sarah Palin. She's got a lot of street creds with conservatives for some reason. And so she came in and defended John McCain, helped him to get reelected as he was telling them, don't worry, I'm going to work with you. We're going to shut down Obamacare. I know you don't like that. Look, John McCain would have never been allowed to be the candidate by the establishment Republicans if he hadn't been on board with taking over health care. That's especially true of Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney had already done it with Ted Kennedy. And they knew that John McCain would be malleable, that he would work with him. He'd worked with Ted Kennedy to do open borders and so forth. And so Sarah Palin helps him to push that lie that he's going to get rid of Obamacare. And just as he stabbed everybody in the back when he did thumbs down on Obamacare, he's now stabbing her in the back. That's what he does to the people who cover for him. And it's not just her. It's also other top 2008 campaign ads, uh, AIDS, as reported by Politico have been shut out of the McCain funeral. Campaign manager Steve Schmidt, senior advisor Nicole Wallace, longtime strategist John Weaver are snubbed, as was former running mate Sarah Palin. Now it's all Democrats and deep state and globalists. Maybe he'll have George Soros and some ISIS people at the funeral. Who knows?
1: We knew it was coming. The whole thing was formulaic. First, demonize InfoWars, lie about us, build a straw man, then sue us to add credibility to that, then have a few fake strikes on YouTube and Facebook with nebulous terms like bullying children and Islamophobia. And then voila, two weeks later, ban InfoWars completely off of dozens of major platforms where we were all in the top five or top ten news feeds. Go to InfoWars.com forward slash show subscribe to the free podcast just click on the link whatever you're subscribing to your podcast in it'll pop up there It's also critical to go to Infowars.com forward slash newsletter and give us your email so that we can stay in contact with you and send you videos and articles on our own platform. But whatever you do, tell folks about Infowars.com forward slash show how they can download the free Android and iPhone apps, how they can then reach out to others with the information and point out this is the verboten info. This is what they don't want you to see. Do you realize that when you spread the links from Infowars.com, when you spread the videos, you are changing the world? It's you that has defeated Hillary and the globalist. It is you, the Infowarriors across the planet, that stood against the bullying, that stood against the peer pressure, that stood against the threats, that have now changed the world. And that's why you've been on the team, supporting us, praying for us, and spreading the word. You are the Infowars. And now, because of their intensifying censorship, it's more important than ever that everyone go to infowars.com forward slash newsletter and sign up via email so there's no way the censors can get between us with critical videos, articles, breaking news, intel, you name it. And so now I ask you more than ever, To share the InfoWars.com articles, to share the videos, to tell people about the local stations you're listening to, the bare minimum you can do is sign up for the free newsletter at InfoWars.com forward slash newsletter. We are the renaissance, and we are winning.
4: InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, researchers in France noticed that people who ate certain quail eggs experienced less seasonal immune and inflammatory responses. They began studying this effect in published trials, and decades later, we now have the fruit of this research, a fast-acting, chewable tablet that helps alleviate seasonal distress symptoms. Pollen block is natural and effective, It is not an antihistamine. In fact, current research has found that it actually acts by blocking the activity of tryptase, which is an enzyme that amplifies immune and inflammatory responses in the body. Go outside and enjoy the air you breathe. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable tablets.
5: We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients, Ultimate Bone Broth. InfoWars Life is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits. This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth, one of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today at
1: InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
2: Welcome back. We're going to take a look at the false flag that is coming to Syria, perhaps very soon. And evidence of this one. We've already seen this happen three times. We've been very active here at InfoWars to try to stop these false flag attacks being used as justification to drag us into war. Also tried to stop using them as uh, them being used as justification to aid ISIS. And again, when you look at the history of people like John McCain, he will use anyone, anywhere to achieve his victory. And he hasn't achieved too many victories. I think when you look at the life of John McCain, it really shows us what is wrong with American foreign policy, what is wrong with what our government has been doing post-World War II. We've had one failure after the other because we have a failure to have any kind of moral integrity about what we're going to do. We attack people, we set Countries on fire We overthrow regimes. People like John McCain and the CIA have been doing this continually and losing every single war, creating more war and chaos, leaving everybody worse, including us in the aftermath of this. The blowback that is coming back to American citizens is horrible on this, not to mention the wasted American lives and the uncounted number of foreign lives that have been lost in all this, and the money. Of course, that's involved in this. Uh, We're going to get back to that. We're going to take a look at the false flag that's coming to Syria and uh, how this fourth one is uh, being attacked in a different way. Uh, Syria and Russia are trying to get out preemptively to say, you know, why can't we just let them finish off ISIS? Why do we have to keep using these people? And this is something that goes back to the early days of the Mujahideen in Afghanistan. John McCain, as a very young politician, was uh, still pushing that kind of stuff, uh, having meetings where they would bring in wealthy Republican women. Have you adopted your Muj? Yeah, your Mujahideen? Hey, I've got mine right here at the meeting. And yeah, we're you know, adopt a Muj. Give them some money so that you can buy some weapons for them. We can have a civil war there. So how did that all work out for us in Afghanistan? Well, we got the Russians out, and we got the Taliban in, and now we're in, and we're staying in. Here we are 18 years later, and we're staying in, so uh, we are going to take a look at what's going on in Syria. Before we do, real quickly, to help you wake up with Real News every morning, we've got a special on our Wake Up America Patriot Blend coffee. Just use the code REALNEWS at checkout to save 20% off of either the original or the immune support blends of Wake Up America Patriot Blend coffee. And that's just exclusive to our listeners here. We also have some other specials at InfoWarsStore.com. That's what funds this program. Uh, We have bodies that we have uh, brought back in a large quantity just for this special, 50% off. A great way to ease the inflammation that comes in your body because one of the key ingredients in this is turmeric. But turmeric has many other uses besides stopping inflammation. But you can now get bodies, which has a a key component of that, is a, a large Uh, amount of popular turmeric and many other ingredients that help that to work more effectively. You can get that 50% off along with a new product, Ultimate Female Force, perfect companion or alternative to super female vitality. Ultimate Female Force is available right now, 50% off. And we have brought back with a new supplier and better ingredients, Ultimate Bone Broth, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the specials that we have there. That's what funds this program keeps uh, free speech going here, and helps you to protect your health at the same time. All When we're talking about the people that John McCain will use, let's talk about Ukraine, for example. We're going to be talking to Lee Stranahan, and he's got an interview that he wants to break the contents of that down for us to show how uh, we have uh, overthrown the government in Ukraine with George Soros, the State Department under Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, And also with John McCain's assistance. And they're going to try to return the favor to us. They're going to try to overturn our elections as well. So we've got that interview with Lee Stranahan coming up in the fourth hour. But it's kind of ironic, and uh, several news organizations have pointed this out, Free Thought Project. FAIR.org had, I thought, the best picture here. Because they show the picture from the Washington Post. And they have John McCain with his arm raised in a salute. Right arm, raised in a salute. The human rights community lost a champion. And right next to that, they put the guy that is there in the picture with him, with his arm raised in a right, uh, right arm salute, a Nazi salute. Because the guy that they're talking about being a human rights champion, that the Washington Post is putting out there as a human rights champion, was working with Nazis in the Ukraine, just like he's working with ISIS terrorists in Syria and elsewhere. And this is columnist Jennifer Rubin getting very poetic, as FAIR.org put it, on the ostensible lost champion of human rights who modeled for others the behavior of a free society. Can you believe this tripe coming out of the Washington Post about John McCain? I just can't stand the lies anymore. Makes me disgusted. That's why I spend so much time on this. Look, I'm sorry for John McCain's family. But I can't stand the lies about what this man did as a politician. With a possible exception of the U.S. military, says Washington Post's uh, Jennifer Rubin, no group is more indebted <laughs> yeah, uh, to Senator John McCain than the neo-Nazis of the Ukraine. No, she said than the human rights community. This guy that he is pictured with, and the very picture that the Washington Post uses, that you can see right there to, to my side, uh, is none other than the Ukrainian neo-Nazi leader Ola Taniybrok, a longtime fascist, his call for a war on so-called Muscovite Jewish mafia. And uh, the Washington Post failed to identify him. Of course, he has represented the neo-Nazi party in Ukraine's parliament, a party that's called Rada. It's got a longer name, but we'll just use the uh, shorter name Rada. The far-right extremists sought to honor Ukrainian fascists who had collaborated with Nazi Germany during World War II, amongst other things. Amongst other things, seeing Jews under every rock, uh, behind every conspiracy. Matt Tiaube talked about in Rolling Stone, why did John McCain continue to support war? He said, you would think that uh, some of these people, he said it, he was surprised to see Stevie Wonder, who had written a searing anti-Vietnam War song, pay tribute to John McCain. Uh, but he said, one, he said, as he thought about that song, you know, because we've also had uh, Stevie Wonder who, when he was doing a tribute to Aretha Franklin, blamed her death on global warming. <laughs> you know, he should stick to the songs. Uh, Stevie Wonder writes great songs, but he doesn't seem to know what's going on, does he? But one of the lyrics in that song that Matt Taabi was talking about was, uh, my mind is so brainwashed, I would probably go back and do it again. And he said, maybe that's uh, what was going on with John McCain. He said, McCain was not, generally speaking, a man of strong beliefs. This is very important. He's not somebody out there who is crusading for human rights, as the Washington Post wants to tell us. Mattiabi said one of the most honest things he ever said was that he didn't run for president to enact reforms or out of some, quote, grand sense of patriotism, unquote, but simply because, quote, it had become my ambition to become president. That's it. The naked ambition. That's why I said this guy reminds me more of Dr. Strangelove than anybody else. It had become his ambition to be president. He didn't want to make things better for anybody. It was just his ambition. And he said he did have one unshakable conviction. Wherever America had a foreign policy problem, the solution was always to bomb the F out of somebody. Long before he became a symbol for anti-Trumpism, McCain defied the mainstream GOP to support Bill Clinton's airstrikes in Kosovo. And McCain wanted to go even further, to a ground invasion. He never saw a conflict. That he didn't want to make worse. He never saw a conflict that he didn't want to get us involved in. That's why he is the perfect icon for the American deep state, for the warfare state, for the welfare state, doing thumbs down for the welfare state on any kind of pushback against Obamacare, and doing thumbs up for any war because he doesn't respect life or liberty throughout his political career. He had nothing but ambition, naked ambition. That's why I tweeted out yesterday my favorite eulogy to McCain came from Eric Peters, who was my guest yesterday, epautos.com. And he had a, an article about John McCain, and I posted this on the tweet from Eric Peters. He said, if you mourn freedom's loss, and you should be glad, you should be glad that John McCain is gone as well. A North Korean-style dear leader funeral is now on deck, and it would be healthy if millions of Americans turned their backs. Or better yet, gathered friends together for a cookout to celebrate. Not to celebrate the man's death, but to celebrate that his death renders him powerless at last. At last he's gone. At last he's gone. Good riddance. And so let's take a look when we come back. At his legacy, however, the deep state legacy of overthrowing regimes, supporting terrorists... Because you think it's going to make things better or just because it's going to give a perpetual war for your customers at the military-industrial complex. You know, that kind of symbiotic relationship that's going on between the deep state and the big contractors who put out their eulogies for John
11: McCain, where they hated to see him go. We'll be right back. Take a look at what's going on in Syria. The scientists at InfoWars Life have created a powerful formula for inflammatory support and joint support. Discover the power of ancient medicine with bodies... Bodies contains one of the most potent forms of turmeric available. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years and is one of the most studied herbals today. It is well known in traditional medicine for its soothing properties. Our pure turmeric extract plus piperine from black pepper makes for optimal absorption to help boost and support your flexibility, mobility, joint function, immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric root from the store only contains 1-5% of active ingredients. But our turmeric root extract contains over 95% of the active ingredients. Bodies combines turmeric with organic herbs such as spearmint, sage, lemon balm, and thyme to work synergistically for full body support. Try Bodies today at InfoWarsLife.com or call us at one 253 3139 InfoWars Life and InfoWarsLife.com is extremely excited to
1: announce our latest release, Winter's Sun, a revolutionary type of vitamin D3. Winter's Sun is a premium quality vitamin D3 nutritional supplement. It is produced by extracting oil from healthy nutrient-dense plants known as lichens. Every batch is analyzed for purity and D3 content. It's completely free of toxins and allergens. Simply put, if you want the best at an extremely low price, this is it. Winter's Sun is the result of our You're listening to real news with David Knight.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: Live from Austin, Texas, it's David Knight.
2: Welcome back. I'm David Knight. As we said, uh, everybody's waiting to see if anything is going to ever be released by Mueller. Uh, He's got a lot of information that he's obtained, financial information that he used to create process crimes. And so the left is anxiously awaiting, thinking that today he will do something because if he does it after Labor Day, he will be accused of trying to tamper with the elections as if. He releases it today. He's not tampering. This whole thing is about tampering with the elections. Shutting down Infowars is about tampering with the elections. Shutting down conservatives on social media is about tampering with the elections. All of this. Is, it's a very, very broad approach. President Trump is, uh, understands what's going on with that, and he's uh, talking about the social censors, and we're going to go back and, and take a look at what uh, might possibly be done about that. As I pointed out the other day, We have to be careful. We don't want to do anything to damage free speech. But we have to understand that what is happening right now is corporate censorship, and it's being done with these people acting as surrogates for the government. We've all seen the government demanding that InfoWars be taken down. We've seen them demanding that InfoWars not have any stories listed, and then they said take them down and so forth, and they eventually did it all at the same time. You can't see that this is coming from the government. It's a little bit harder to see, but you should understand that all these social media companies' public monopolies came from the government. I've pointed it out many times how they were funded by the CIA's venture capital firm, NQTEL, and other venture capital firms that had the chairs of uh, the head of DARPA sitting on their boards and so forth. Uh, the uh, intelligence community, not just the CIA, but the entire intelligence community, DARPA and others, got heavily involved in creating all of these companies that now rule the Internet. The Internet was initially a DARPA psychological project. And as it started going mainstream, they wanted to make sure that they had certain individuals that they could use, that they could control, people like Zuckerberg and so forth, that would do what they wanted to do. They put them in place. And uh, they have used, uh, they've used press organizations to shut down participation in debates by third parties and independent candidates saying, well, it's a press association and that's a private organization and they get to make the decision. It's not the Democrats and Republicans. It's not the government shutting down free speech. It's the press that's doing it. The press association says that they don't want to have a third party in the debate, you know, because it would be uncontrollable if you had three people. Yeah, it would be uncontrollable. They wouldn't be able to control the topics. They wouldn't be able to do this, uh, well, on the one hand, you've got this guy that you don't like, but you hate this other guy even more approach. And it's a lot harder. You know, we talk about how dirty politics has become. It's a lot harder to do dirty politics when you've got more than two people there. Because when you've got one guy and he starts throwing mud at everybody else, uh, he looks bad. You know, you can have one guy, if it's just two people, one guy can throw mud at the other one and the other guy throws it back, and the people who like their policies are going to say, well, the other guy started it. But if you've got three people, that does put something of a, of a uh, limit on that kind of mud. But it also opens up new issues that the establishment media and the establishment parties will not talk about at a debate. And so I've seen this pattern of censorship Being applied for a very long time, I know exactly what it looks like. They're just doing it on a bigger scale than they've ever done it before. And they're censoring your speech, not just the press, but they're censoring your free speech. Freedom of the press is a different thing than the free speech of the citizens. The free speech of the citizens on social media, your ability to be able to pass this around and to put your comments on things is what is really being shut down. And it is an attempt to manipulate the election. Coming up in the third hour, we're going to have Lee Stranahan joining us to talk about some overt plans that have been exposed coming out of the Ukraine to manipulate our election. After we've manipulated that government, they're going to return the favor that John McCain and George Soros, Victoria Nuland, and the Obama administration did to them. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
1: You know, if I tried to sit here and tell you about the 60-plus products, we have an InfoWars life. It take hours. Michael ZX Plus Plus now has a lower price. It's stronger. It's the other equation in probiotics. It knocks out the yeast, the mold, uh, the candida. It's back in stock. The real red pill, it's been sold out for months. It's got the preglanone that's the precursor to all the natural hormones in your body. Then it's got all the minerals and the vitamins and the amino acids. So you can upload it. And our latest product that goes great with the super blue colloidal silver and iodine fortified toothpaste is Super Blue Silver Immune Gargle. That's a spray you do. You can also swallow it. It's a supplement with iodine, uh, super high-quality silver, and a lot more. Without you, we couldn't do it. So thank you all for remembering InfoWarsStore.com and remembering that it's not just you that's already awake, but it's other people that aren't awake, and it's so essential to spread the word. Again, thank you so much for being part of the second American Revolution.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: You found it. It's the real news. Live from the Infowars.com studios in Austin, Texas, it's your host, David Knight.
2: Welcome back. It looks like a false flag is coming to the Syrian war again to justify involvement by the U.S., the British, and the French to act as the air force and the missile defense for ISIS. This is coming as Syria and Russia have uh, escalated things to finish off one of the big strongholds of ISIS. And this happens every time they start to take ISIS down. You'll see a false flag gas attack. And followed up with a knee-jerk reaction, whether or not it was a gas attack, regardless of who did it, uh, you immediately have the missiles launched. And so what is happening this time as they see this happening, because it has been telegraphed by John Bolton, oh, I think there's going to be a, a gas attack done by the Syrians. We've already seen this attempted three times. We've seen each of those three times that it was a lie. Once the investigation was done and uh, now you've got John Bolton saying, well, I think that's going to happen. And if it does, we're going to be ready to strike. Well, of course they are. They've always are ready to strike without any justification, using it as an excuse. And so as uh, we saw on Tuesday, we had a speech that was delivered to the U.N. Security Council. Syria's permanent U.N. representative claimed to have provided information to the Security Council that was evidence that armed opposition groups, including al-Qaeda affiliate al-Nusra Front, the people that John McCain would always have his picture taken with, were gearing up to use chemical weapons against civilians in the Syrian province of Idlib in an effort to frame the Syrian government for an attack. So Syrians go to the National Security Council at the UN this time and say, look, we know that they're setting it up, and we got evidence, and here's the evidence. And the Russians did the same thing to the U.S. State Department. Not that they're trying to deter them necessarily, but to say we're going to make this information public so that when you do it, it's going to be exposed ahead of time. Because you guys don't wait for any investigation. You do a false flag and you immediately launch missiles. Uh, The warning comes as Syria and its allies are preparing for a major military offensive that would target the rebel-held Idlib province, which even mainstream Western outlets admit is dominated by terrorist groups and their affiliates, reports uh, Mint Press. And what he said was, I put in your hands documented information on the preparations taken by al-Nusra, the al-Nusra Front, the terrorist organization, and the affiliated groups to use chemical weapons against civilians in Idlib province to accuse the Syrian Arab army and to justify any aggression that might be launched on Syria. Again, this is a kind of thing that we have seen from John McCain and from the CIA and the military-industrial complex endlessly since the end of World War II. Endlessly. And it never works out well for us or for anyone. Setting countries on fire. Creating chaos everywhere. You know, I can go back again to Get Smart. The two different groups in that spy parody were chaos. They were the bad guys. And control. They were the good guys that uh, Maxwell Smart worked for. Well, you know what? We're not control. We're chaos. We're spreading chaos and death and war everywhere with our regime changes and setting up these false flags. And we're about to do it again. It follows similar warnings from Russia's defense ministry, which warned in a statement on Tuesday, same day, that a quote, large supply of poisonous chemical agents has been brought to the city of Sarakib on two trucks from the village of Afs, and that the deadly cargo has been accompanied by eight members of the White Helmets. Oh, yes, the White Helmets. At it again. Received by two high-ranking commanders. Uh, the, this has long been a battlefield, this area. Arar al-Sham has long been a battlefield uh, ally, rather, of al Nusra Front. And the New York Times wrote in 2015 that its membership included associates of Osama bin Laden. In addition, the White Helmets group that gets millions in funding from Western governments has repeatedly been linked to falsifying evidence of both bombings and chemical weapon attacks in order to facilitate Western military intervention in the Syrian conflict. Don't you remember when we just had this in Duma? And we had Robert Fisk go there to do an investigation. Somebody actually did an investigation after the fact. Nikki Haley, of course, Theresa May, demanding that something be done right away. And again, when they did it, because it was the third time, and they typically do it at exactly the same time of year. Amazingly enough. Of course, that's kind of coinciding with the offensives and so forth. But this time around, you had Theresa May adding the false flag gas attack in the UK with the Skripals, not too far away from Portendown, their chemical weapons facility just a couple of miles away, pretending that it was nerve gas, when if it was nerve gas, as Vladimir Putin said, nobody would have survived. But out of the five people, the five people that were allegedly poisoned, of course, we had reports that were put out by the British press, oh, look, we've got dozens of people been brought into hospitals, and the hospital guy said, no, that, that's not happening. That's not happening at all. Nobody, Nobody's here. Nobody's sick with this stuff. Same kind of thing that happened with that, attack in Duma, when Robert Fisk went there and talked to the people in the hospital, they said, no, actually, we were treating people who were suffering from inhaling too much dust because of the, uh, because of the bombing. I mean, the, there was so much dust because of the bombing and that offensive that people were dying, suffocating from the dust. But he goes, at one point, a white helmet walks in the door and screams, chemical gas attack. Something like that. And he said, that's the point at which everybody started panicking and they started pouring water on people. And that was where that came from. It was uh, a guy essentially running in and yelling fire in a crowded theater. And the doctor said there was no poison gas. In the same way, uh, there was no nerve gas in the Skripal poisoning. He had a doctor who worked on Skripal and his daughter for 30 minutes without any protective covering. He said, yeah, I thought they were having some kind of an opioid epidemic uh, attack. And then afterwards, you see you don't see that. You don't hear about that for quite some time, not widely reported. But what was widely reported and widely pictured were all these people coming in with hazmat suits and so forth and marking everything off. Uh, but again, uh, if that had been the case, they would have been dead. The doctor would have been dead that was treating them. Those opioid-like symptoms that they had were eventually, as they finally got around after a couple of months to sending the tests off to the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, they found BZ, which would have produced those kinds of symptoms. BZ is a secondary class of chemical weapon. Secondary class chemical weapons means that they have other uses besides just being used as a weapon. It has industrial uses. If you're poisoned with it, you don't necessarily die. You look as if you've been exposed to opioids. And they did find a trace of Novichok, but the Swiss lab kind of slyly said, well, this was a pristine virgin sample of Novichok. And this was six to eight weeks after the event. And it hadn't degraded at all. Kind of looked like it had just been put in there before it was sent to the Swiss for them to find it. Later on, two more people found uh, some, came across a vial and got poisoned, one of those individuals then died. So that's only one out of five people that were allegedly exposed to this Novichok. And again, that was a few months even beyond that. So why would this individual die coming into exposure with that when the people who are supposedly the targets of this not die from being exposed to that? A lot of questions about that, and people should be asking those questions. Why are we being lied to by the British government, by the American government, people like Nikki Haley and so forth? provoking President Trump to shoot the missiles in, as he did in the aftermath of that last attack. Robert Fisk, when he went in there and talked to the doctors, talked to other survivors, absolutely everybody said no chemicals involved. He tried to find the white helmets. They had already left to go to a terrorist stronghold. So Russia says its diplomats in Washington formally reached out to U.S. officials and have briefed them on an impending plan by al-Qaeda insurgents in Idlib to stage a false flag chemical attack to provoke a Western military strike. They don't need much provocation. They're looking at this to justify an attack. They're not looking at it to respond to that. And they said uh, they met with, it's been confirmed by the State Department. According to Reuters, they have confirmed that the State Department and the Russians did meet, that they provided them evidence. I don't know if they think that they're going to stop Nikki Haley and the McCain acolytes. I think they're just uh, saying, hey, we know what you're up to. InfoWars
1: Life is launching its newest product. We're really, really proud of it. It's a best source prebiotic fiber. And it's got the very best concentrated fibers uh, from berries and fruits and other compounds that have been known to be the very best for your body and for regularity and so much more. And it synergistically works with our 50 billion live active culture FloraLife life as well as MycoZx that targets the yeast, the mold and the funguses in the gut. So this is the time to take advantage of getting this new incredible fiber product and these other products. You get them separately or together and make really, really big savings and get high-quality products at the same time. And I'm doing this to introduce these products to you. Bodies sold out at a month. Uh, strongest concentrated turmeric formula we could come up with. It sold out for another month and a half. We sold it at 50% off till it sold out. And I think it's going to be the same way with this fiber Get yours today, InfoWarsLife.com.
12: Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. Combine Flora Life Everyday Maintenance and Carnivore to help you fuel your gut and body and take advantage of the powerful nutrients you receive. There's no better way to power your body. There's no better time to try FloraLife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today.
5: We're bringing back one of the biggest fan-favorite formulas we've ever offered with even better ingredients, Ultimate Bone Broth. InfoWars Life is proud to bring you a powerhouse bone broth formula to help push you to your limits. This incredible formula will help you get the most out of your workout with the power of ultra-high-quality bone broth, one of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients such as turmeric root, Chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new
1: version of a fan-favorite product today at InfoWarsStore.com. I want to plow into all of this, Then I'm going to spend a few minutes here first, just encouraging listeners to understand that when you buy t-shirts or water filtration systems or books, or videos, or other material from InfoWarsStore.com, you are funding the revolution. I mean, I cannot say it any clearer. And so it is essential that you purchase the products at InfoWarsStore.com. I don't want to thank everybody that has, but we've got the best fluoride-free toothpaste with colloidal silver and with high-quality atomic iodine in it. You cannot beat that for children and adults. We've got the best mouthwash designed by Dr. Jones. That's my dad with colloidal silver and iodine as well. Infowarslife.com or AAA two five three three one three nine. And your purchase of the products stands with us, stands with America, stands with Trump, stands against the globalists and their satanic pedophile armies. And that's who they are, and they know we know who they are, and they're coming back against us, so we need your support.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to
1: Real News with David Knight.
2: Well, we've been talking about John McCain setting the world on fire, as I said a couple of days ago. I would read his eulogy, but it's covered in blood. Uh, So let's lighten things up a little bit. Let's talk about some lying politicians (laughs) that are still alive. Uh, And, of course, we saw them in action in the Cuomo-Cynthia Nixon debate. Uh, We played, it was two days ago, we played uh, some excerpts from it yesterday. But this excerpt you haven't seen yet. And I think it is (laughs) one of the most entertaining excerpts I've seen from any debate, uh, they spent a lot of time after Cynthia Nixon came out and said, oh, well, you know, what qualifies me? Well, I, I'm a, uh, a mother and a housewife. And she's not going to talk about being a Hollywood actress. Uh, she doesn't really have any experience. But, you know, she has a kid in school and she wants to spend lots and lots more money on schools because uh, they just aren't working, even though they're spending more in New York City per capita on the children's education there than anywhere else in the country, and getting some of the worst results. Illiteracy rates in the areas like New York City, Washington, D.C., Chicago, so forth, where they're spending more than $20,000 per pupil, and they're getting illiteracy rates that are between 95% and 98%, and innumeracy rates. They can't do math either of those same levels, 95 to 98%, even though they're spending the most money. So let's just throw some more money after it. Uh, That was her thing, but they quickly got on to talking about who hates President Trump more and who can do more to oppose President Trump as governor of New York. And then they started attacking each other. And I want to play for you this exchange where they (laughs) she she jumps in and says um, he says Will you stop interrupting me? And she says Will you stop lying? He says I will when you do. (laughs) It's basically admits that he's lying. Here's that clip from the. Debate between Cuomo and Nixon. My opponent, my opponent lives
9: in the world of fiction. I live in the world of fact. Let's do.
10: Let's just do a few facts, okay? that soundbite. The subway system is owned by New York City. The, the subway has system has been controlled
12: it's, by the, the state since me,
4: 1965. Can you, can you stop interrupting? Can you stop interrupting? Can you stop lying? Yeah.
0: Uh, as soon as you do. <laughs>
2: you stop lying as soon as you do? In other words, yeah, I'm a liar. This guy, you know, we talk about Chris Cuomo and how stupid he is. He's a commentator for CNN. But I think we take these two Cuomo brothers and we may do a remake of Dumb and Dumber. And I don't know which one plays the dumber role. (laughs) But yeah, I'm going to stop lying when you do. And then they go back and forth accusing each other of being a corporation. Uh, Nixon ripped Cuomo as a corrupt corporate Democrat. And he goes, you're a corporation because she uses an S-corporation for her income tax strategy. And she says, I'm a person. about <laughs> so whether they're people or, or, or corporations. And, of course, this is the same Democrat Party that just loves censorship by corporations. They get all upset about Citizens United because it said, look at this, the Supreme Court decision says that corporations are people and that they get to participate in the elections and so forth. That's horrendous. And yet, at the same time, they want the biggest corporations that have ever existed to censor political speech. Uh, this is the insanity, the insanity of the left. But, you know, when we look at this, uh, you know, when will you stop lying? Well, I'll stop lying as soon as you stop lying. But if you're going to lie, I'm going to lie too. How about that? And then we go to Theresa May. And I talked about how Theresa May was doing her South African tour. She goes to worship at the jail cell of the communist Nelson Mandela. And then says, we support what they're doing to say that they're going to take away land from people without any compensation. They just need to do it by changing the Constitution. Because, you know, it's okay if uh, two wolves and a sheep vote on what's for dinner. That's just fine. Uh, No, it isn't. I talked about that at length. Now, uh, if you have the kind of government that we set up here in America, a republic that respects individual liberties, then it doesn't matter if 99% of the people want to take your stuff or kill you. You don't allow that. You don't have the mob come out and say, we're going to take your stuff and there's nothing you can do about it. But Theresa May thinks it's okay if the mob decides that they're going to change the Constitution and allow the government to confiscate land without compensation. That'll just be fine. And if you stand in their way, they're going to kill you. Oh, that's right. They walked it back. Even as she was doing that, South Africa walked it back and said, well, you know, we need to wait on this. Maybe we need to think about this land confiscation a little bit longer, and then come out and say, but we need to take the guns right now. And it was like, you know, you know what we forgot to do? We forgot to take their guns. They're going to fight us when we come in and take their land. So we've got to take the guns first. And then we can kill them because they're dangerous people and we're taking their guns, and that'll be justified. And all the left, like Theresa May, will celebrate that, of course, because nobody should be allowed to have guns except for the government. And then once they take the guns, then they can take the land, they can take the people's lives if they try to oppose them in different ways. And so after she gets finished supporting the communist taking property simply because these people are white and they've got too much of it. That's, that's two aspects of it. You're white, you're privileged, and nobody should be able to have this much land. And if they do, we're going to take it without compensation. And if you get killed, you got it coming because you're white. And Theresa May supports that. And then she goes to a ceremony where she gets involved in trying to dance. And and this is a warning to everybody. Don't try this if you're a politician. (laughs) Dancing is stupid, and it is difficult to accomplish, especially if you're a politician. (laughs) Roll this footage of Theresa May, and I'll try to describe this to those of you who are listening, because we have a lot of people listening on radio and podcast. Uh, This really has to be seen. I don't know that I can do it justice by trying to describe... (laughs) Her particular moves. But let's go ahead and run this video, and I'll try to describe it. <laughs> Here she is. That is the most out of sync. She's just thrusting her arms out awkwardly, swinging from side to side. But the arm thrusts, I think, are one of the most interesting things. <laughs> Never quite seen anything like that. You know, I don't dance because I used to be in a band when I was in college, and I played a lot of dances. Watching other people dance, and uh, but I have never seen anybody get to the level of awkwardness that Theresa May was able to achieve at that African uh, uh, ceremony there. <laughs> That's what Arty says. It's hilarious, but uh, yeah, that just doesn't do it justice. Uh, you know, when I watch other people dance, it's like uh, you know, I I never really felt comfortable doing it. Like I said, it's difficult uh, to do, and I felt stupid doing it. Look stupid doing it if I did try. So as as I watched other people, I thought, you know, I don't really think I should. That should be required viewing by anybody who's running for office. You know, watch this footage of uh, Theresa May trying to dance and uh, make sure that you don't do that. And as we look at her robotic moves, there was an article that came out earlier this week talking about how artificial intelligence is going to be getting involved not just in the kind of things that you expect to see in, it, in blue collar jobs. In manufacturing, But, of course, it's going to go into white-collar jobs, even the jobs of the politicians. I mean, when you look at the robotic moves of Theresa May, uh, don't you think that when George Soros is looking at these politicians, he would much prefer to have a mechanical robot doing this for him instead of these flesh-and-blood robots that are out there doing his bidding? <laughs> or the Rothschilds with Macron? When we come back, I'm going to talk about what is ahead in some of the uh, threats from robots. But I'm also going to talk about... What Macron, the Rothschild robot, is talking about, and how it applies to this new uh, film about going to the moon that Ryan Gosling. We all
3: know that the outside toxins in the water is a serious health issue. InfoWars is proud to sell incredible filters, but it's almost impossible to keep up with every faucet, shower, and sink in your home. That's why we're bringing you something to provide clean water for your whole house with one system. The Pro Pure Whole House Water Filtration System is an advanced, four-stage compact filtration system that will provide water filtration for your entire home, removing 220-plus contaminants from your water. It's compact in size, easy to install and maintain, and keeps fluoride and other dangerous toxins out of your water supply and away from you and your family. With its broad-spectrum contaminant reduction, you'll only need this one filter for clean and refreshing water all over your home. Head to InfoWarsStore.com, and whether it's your first water filtration purchase or you're looking to replace your current rundown systems, it's time to go big and go home with the Pro-Pure Whole House Filtration System today.
9: Choose to take control of your chemistry with Survival Shield X2 and BioTrue Selenium. This powerful combo is perfect for supporting your thyroid and health. BioTrue Selenium's formula is far from synthetic and is made from a source of 100% organic mustard seed. Our super high-quality nascent iodine is an essential mineral sourced of 99.99% ultra-pure deep-earth iodine crystals. This essential mineral is necessary in order to produce thyroid hormones which influence every cell, tissue, and organ in the body. With inadequate thyroid hormones, you may experience slow metabolism, lethargy, weight gain, and overall brain fog. Survival Shield X2 and BioTrue Selenium work together to support the systems in your body. Take control of your chemistry today with this super combo. Discover the power of Survival Shield X2 and BioTrue Selenium at infowarslife.com.
12: Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. Combine Floralife Everyday Maintenance and Carnivore to help you fuel your gut and body and take advantage of the powerful nutrients you receive. There's no better way to power your body. Floralife is a powerful probiotic supplement with 20 of the most potent clinically studied probiotic strains. When paired with Carnivore, our incredible enzyme formula that helps you break down nutrients, These formulas fuel your gut and your body to help you fight toxins and stay fueled all day. These incredible formulas can help keep your body in tip-top shape in the fight against stress, age, and outside toxins. There's no better time to try FloraLife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today.
1: Today at InfowarsLife.com. Everybody needs to try Alpha Power today. You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
2: Welcome back. As I said, was uh, just saw Theresa May doing very awkward moves. We we'll probably could get a robot that could uh, dance better than Theresa May. I'm sure we could. I've seen that little robot that they've got at Honda. Uh, he's much more graceful than Theresa May. Uh, I guess the best way to describe it, as I do those arm movements, if you've ever seen Steve Martin in the early days of Saturday Night Live, and he would do, uh, we are too wild and crazy, guys. And he'd do these arm movements. That, that's kind of, I guess that's where she learned to dance, watching Steve Martin on Saturday Night Live. I, I, that's the only thing I can think of that even comes close to approximating the movements of Theresa May in that dance. But uh, the article is talking about artificial intelligence and the future of politics. Saying, so, you know, we're very, very divided right now. Yes, we are. It said only 29% of respondents... In a recent poll, said they had trust in the institutions that shape our society. So the solution, according to these people in the U.K., is, well, we need to have um, robots then because we, we can trust robots, right? <laughs> just, again, this goes back to the, the early days of computers when we would go get the big printouts and the great big uh, sheets of paper and everything. And, and it's like, oh, look, I have a computer printout here. Well, it doesn't prove anything. If your data is garbage, if your model is garbage, garbage in, garbage out. Just because it was spit out by a computer that costs millions of dollars doesn't mean it's right. But people still have that complex. Oh, look, this is done by artificial intelligence. Or it was done by uh, a robot or whatever. I, I just don't know when we look at this. yeah, It would be hard to get anything that's even more artificial than our current crop of politicians. but. Yeah, you could get there, but you have to understand that behind all of this, eventually it goes back to people, and because people are not perfect, there's going to be some kind of a flaw in this artificial intelligence. And understand that there's two different types of artificial intelligence. There's a generalized artificial intelligence, which is what you see depicted in all the sci-fi movies about the singularity, about Skynet becoming self-aware. That is a general artificial intelligence. Look, it, you know, uh, it it has this magical Pinocchio moment where it's like, I'm a boy. (laughs) I'm not a puppet anymore. I'm a boy. Uh, I don't believe that's going to happen. There's a lot of people who think that's going to happen. Most of those people are diehard evolutionary materialists who believe that if they replicate the human brain with enough precision, that just somehow, magically, life is just going to spark into this thing. They don't understand that we have a soul and a conscience. They don't see a creator God. They can look at DNA, and they can study in detail how the body and how DNA works, but they can't see the design, and they can't see the designer behind it. And uh, they don't understand that there is something else there that um, they can't come to grips with. But So I don't see that as a threat. That doesn't mean that artificial intelligence can't run away and can't do some very, very dangerous things as we turn more and more things over to it, whether it's our automobiles and our transportation or whether it's the management of, let's say, a nuclear power plant or something like that. It could be very, very threatening, very, very dangerous to us. I see the greatest danger from artificial intelligence being generalized artificial intelligence. I'm sorry, not generalized, but a specific uh, artificial intelligence. What they say is applied artificial intelligence. And a good example of that, are the autonomous vehicles. The autonomous vehicles are not Skynet going around. The autonomous vehicles, if they were to work properly, you would tell it, take me from point A to point B, and it would manipulate its, uh, you know, look at what's going on in the road and all the different inputs and things that are happening on the road and navigate its way in real time through all these different live, constantly changing obstacles. That is applied artificial intelligence. And even that, is uh, something that is a very, very complex task, but it's not uh, out there designing other cars, for example. That would be uh, uh, maybe more of a generalized artificial intelligence. Nevertheless, as people are looking at this, it's not just the politicians' jobs that are on the block. I would Most of us wouldn't be too concerned about that, because our politicians, quite frankly, like uh, John McCain said, he didn't have any great Strategy. He didn't have any great objectives or principles or ethics that he was trying to get involved there. In. He wasn't trying to achieve protection of individual liberty, for example. He wasn't trying to make sure that we don't get involved in a war unless it is justified, unless we have been attacked, unless that war is being fought to end the slaughter of human lives. No, John McCain was running for president because that just was his personal ambition, and he was honest about that. I have an ambition to be president. Nothing other than that. I want to be the guy on top. And I don't really care what happens to any of you little people that get in my way. The world to him was a giant chessboard and everybody else were pawns. And their lives were meaningless to him. And he would say or do anything to get that position. And so you're going to see all the eulogies from people just like him all lined up saying great things about what a great guy he was. Because he was just like them. And they're going to be crying about his passing and so forth. Uh, So, at that level, yeah, we could replace people like that with machines. Wouldn't be any problem. We need a different brand of politician, somebody who sees the horizon, somebody who has a moral compass, somebody who has a political compass. Like I said, when we look at this situation and what is being done with the social media companies, and I say this as one of the people who has been targeted for extinction by gulag. Not only did they shut down things that I had and had had up for years without any complaint, without any warning, I'm not even allowed to put up another channel. They'll shut it down within 12 hours. I put up two videos. They shut it down within 12 hours. So they're coming after me particularly. It isn't for my content. It is for me that they're coming for. And so, but I look at this and I say, we must not lose the First Amendment. If we're going to put restrictions on what they can do, they need to be very, very specific and very, very narrow as to what they can put down. But that's not what the politicians are doing. The politicians are demanding that they take down anybody and anything that they find offensive and that they have to do it within a certain time limit. This censorship is coming from the government, it's kind of like saying, you know, we have a problem in Washington, so let's have a constitutional convention and let's let the politicians who are the problem write us a new constitution. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with that. The preferred solution to me would be to uh, say that they are not going to be able to take things down because they are a public forum. That's what we had a judge say to President Trump. He said, you can't take stuff down off of your personal Twitter account. You can't block people of your personal Twitter account because your personal Twitter account, President Trump, is a public forum. Well, how can President Trump's personal account be a public forum, but Twitter itself cannot be a public forum? Why is the CEO, Jack Dorsey, allowed to take people completely off of that forum when President Trump is not allowed to take people off of just his account? Not allowed to block them off of his account, but the CEO can block them completely. There's something wrong with that approach. Something wrong with that. And so we have to make sure that they are not allowed to do that. It is a utility. And as I've said before, when you have a public monopoly, and we need to understand the government's role in establishing and helping these people to get their monopolies. It wasn't an organic monopoly that came about simply because they were good at what they did. Uh, They were assisted and directed and funded in this, just like John McCain funded ISIS, funded the Mujahideen and other things. They gave them a leg up on this. And so we need to understand the government's intentions and its roles and what it can ter- currently still demands from these corporations if we're going to uh, approach this in the right way. But it's like the government setting up a monopoly, giving a foreign corporation control over a toll road. And the, like I've said before, the, the corporation says, I don't like that bumper sticker on your car. We're not going to let anybody with a Ron Paul bumper sticker drive on this toll road. You're banned. And by the way, we own all the roads in the town now. Or say the same thing with a Bernie Sanders supporter. Or say, I don't like what you're saying on the Internet, so I'm going to shut down your service. Oh, and I'll talk about net neutrality. Oh, we shouldn't let the ISPs do that, but we should let the social media people not be neutral. Well, let's have social media neutrality. Let's demand that from the politicians.
1: A powerful, pregnant-owned base, the real red pill, has quickly become one of our fellow InfoWarriors' favorite products. Now, with an extra proprietary energy blend inside, including green tea extract, iramante, leaf extract, and more, you can get that extra pick-me-up.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.
1: You're listening to Real News with David Knight.
2: Welcome back, I'm David Knight. We're going to get back into uh, some news about robots. I also want to talk about this movie coming out, First Man. Something that tells us about globalism that I think is very important. Before we do, real quickly, I want to tell you about the products that we have at Infowarsstore.com because that's what funds this program. We have Ultimate Bone Broth now back in stock with a new supplier. Even better ingredients. It's always been a fan favorite, but it's now back in stock. And with this, uh, these new ingredients... It is 50% off as an introductory special. Uh, We also have the Ultimate Female Force, another new product that you can get information about if you go to InfoWarsStore.com. 50% off with an introductory special there as well. Bodies, our turmeric formula that we have, is 50% off as well. Helps to fight inflation and many others. Turmeric has long been recognized as a very effective natural ingredient Uh, To fight not only inflation, uh, inflation, inflammation. We're going to be talking about inflation uh, with the Argentinian economy here, but we're talking about inflammation, inflammation of your joints, things that are going to cause pain, and um, also fighting other conditions in the human body. You can get that Body Ease 50% off. And finally, we want to help you wake up every morning with real news. One of the ways that you can do that and uh, wake up in the morning is with. Wake Up America Coffee. You can get 20% off of that with the code REALNEWS. That is in either the original or immune support blend. Both of those are non-GMO. 100% Arabica bean. And that is Wake Up America Coffee. You can get that 20% off with the code REALNEWS at checkout at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, there's a lot of things that are going to be changing, not just for politicians, As they're saying, I I think they're going to be one of the last ones to be replaced. They're going to protect their jobs at all costs. But we're seeing a lot of manufacturing jobs being replaced. We see the way people are being treated by these uh, billionaires like Jeff Bezos. You think you're going to have, uh, if these guys get in charge, you think they're going to be humane in terms of the way that they treat you? Amazon, one of the top employers, uh, has so many employees on food stamps in at least five states They are the top employer where their employees have to be on food stamps. How's that? You know, it's all those uh, reports coming out of the UK about how people had to have a bottle with them at their workstation because they couldn't take the time to go to the bathroom. That's the kind of pressure that they were under during the holiday season. But they're not paying them much either. In five states... They are the top employer of those who have to have food stamps in addition to their job. That's how little they pay them. In 2017, nearly one in three Amazon employees in Arizona was on food stamps or lived with somebody who was, according to data that just came out. So that's going to be the future once these guys have their robots in place. And we're seeing this happening in factories. We're seeing it being proposed for the autonomous cars. Talked about that yesterday with Eric Peters, how Toyota just put a half a billion dollar investment into Uber and uh, Lyft and these other companies are saying that uh, the thing that makes their rides expensive are those people in the car. we got to get them out of the car. We don't want those drivers in there. We're going to cut the throat of the drivers that we're using right now and using their cars, using their private cars. We're going to cut them out of the process. We're going to have automated cars, so they're not going to have jobs. The truck drivers are going to be cut out of the process. A lot of people that are working in transportation – Oxford University is saying 47% of jobs will disappear in the next 25 years. Uh, The Economist says no government is prepared for this. This is why they view all of us as being very dangerous, a very dangerous proletariat, because these people are, at their essence, Marxist in their outlook. They're materialistic, and they think that uh, they are the ones who should be the dictators of our lives. And so they refer to us in the Bilderberg meetings as the precariat because the proletariat puts them in a precarious position. What happens if we lose all of our jobs? Are we going to get upset about that? How are they going to pacify us? Well, universal basic income until they can do a soft kill program. That's really where this is headed. We have to understand where this is headed. Uh, They said so far the loss has been restricted to blue-collar variety, particularly in manufacturing. Uh, But that's not the way that this is going to work out. As I point out, uh, you think uh, that if you're doing something as an accountant or as a doctor or as a lawyer or a teacher or a bureaucrat or a financial analyst, all those jobs can be replaced by applied artificial intelligence. We don't have to get to the point that is being looked forward to by people like Ray Kurzweil, singularity, where we merge with the machines, this transhumanist future. And, oh, by the way, I'm going to be talking about that uh, September 14th. I'm going to be at a, uh, at a conference in Branson, Missouri, the Gen6, G-E-N-S-I-X.com. And you can actually save money on the live stream. We've sold out, I think, of the – or at least they, they're close to sold out. Last time I looked, I uh, have a large theater there with about 3,000 people, but a lot of people are going to be watching that online. You can stream that and get a 10% discount with the code A-L-E-X. Uh, just for InfoWars listeners, and uh, you can sign up for that. It's going to be a convention. It's going to last uh, for several days. We're going to be talking about the post-human future that the globalists have in mind, uh, because this is what they want. They want a system where humans are not involved. Just a few people are going to own everything. We see this in the last several weeks. Uh, Drudge does a good job of curating these stories from all the different corners of the internet. We see the uh, robot that makes hamburgers in California. we got the robots that are picking strawberries. We've got the robots that are hunting down lionfish. Well, that's good because they can save the coral reef if they hunt down the lionfish. But understand that, as uh, one headline put it, uh, this is the first generation of autonomous killer robots because you put these robots out there and say, hunt down the organism that looks like this and kill it. And, of course, that's going to give them Plausible deniability when these things go out of control. That is the thing that we have to be concerned about as we move forward to the future. And you should also be concerned about the fact that they want to eliminate not just uh, human beings, but right now the approach is to eliminate our culture. And we can see this in what Emmanuel Macron is doing, as well as the new movie that everybody is talking about coming out of the Venice Film Festival first man. It's about the first man on the moon, Neil Armstrong. And of course, he jumped down and said, this is a small step for man, a giant leap for mankind. But he planted the American flag. And they don't do that in the movie. And they don't do that deliberately because I want to emphasize that this is a human achievement and not a national achievement. At the same time, all this is happening, of course, and this is being pushed out to us by Hollywood, always eager to push that narrative out there. We have Macron on a tour. I gave you some of the things that he had to say about Viktor Orban in Hungary, saying, how dare him support Christianity? How dare him say that? We are creating a humanist future. And again, if you want a transhumanist future, if you want to see humans Made extinct uh, support humanism because all the people who signed the Humanist Manifesto were the creators of this transhumanist idea that we're going to end mankind. We're going to live forever. We're going to transcend our bodies and so forth. We're going to end humanity and the earth and species as we see them. We're going to do that with genetic engineering. We're going to replace people with artificial intelligence and robots and so forth. That is their dream. And uh, you're not going to be part of that new group. Uh, Just the people like Jeff Bezos who want to be a part of that group. But Emmanuel Macron is going, Victor Orban in Hungary is a hypocrite. He's taking EU money and he's out there praising Christianity at the same time. How dare him? And then he's making a tour of Denmark and Finland. And he had some other interesting things to say in that three-day tour. Uh, While he was doing that, he was talking about the progressive arc that he is establishing. How he's going to create a European Union super state. Speaking at a dinner with Denmark's Queen Margaret, he praised the Scandinavian nation, as Breitbart reports, as a nation that is completely open to the rest of the world, in contrast to the one that he represents, those awful Frenchmen that he represents. He said they are gaulish, stubborn, and resistant to change. He said France has a deep and complex identity, which has always been thought of as universalism. Uh, Of course, this is a guy who used to work for the Rothschilds as a banker, before stating that he believes that he has succeeded in provoking a cultural change in the nation since he was elected. He said people are changing their minds, and they're much more open to risk. Yeah, let's just open up those borders and let people in. We don't need to know who they are. We can be letting in uh, any kind of terrorist, or you can be letting in people who are just going to rob and rape the population and don't have a job and don't want a job. Yeah, we'll just bring that in. He says you will see France transformed by our people, and this is the thing that he had to say that's most alarming. He said, the true Dane does not exist. He is a European. Even your language is not Danish. It's European. The same is true for the French. We've had the German president come out recently and say, there are no native Germans. We are a nation of immigrants. This is what globalism is about. Stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm David Knight.
5: One of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients, such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what Ultimate Bone Broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all-new version of a fan-favorite product today
1: at InfoWarsStore.com.
7: You're listening to Real News with David Knight.